long time ago, when I was nine years old, my family got in a very bad financial situation, and we had to move to one of the poorest and most dangerous places in the city. We rented a one-bedroom house, which had the dining room, living room, and kitchen in one larger room. That was it. The funny thing about this house is that the backyard was huge and the house was in the middle of the forest. Before that happened, my father had a really good job managing hotels and giving us a nice lifestyle. One day he decided to hire a childhood acquaintance of my mother's as a front desk girl. This acquaintance's family was mixed in the drug lord's world. They all came from Sinaloa, so it was not very shocking news. Also, my father's family is from up north, the same state where that kind of stories is nothing new to us. So this girl and her husband started working with my father. Little did we know that this girl would be deep into witchcraft. It is very common back in Sinaloa as well to try and use snake skin or meat or things to get rid of bad vibes, amongst other things. To give you a little bit more of context, my mother met my dad when she was 14 years old, and my dad was 22 years old. Yes, illegal, and what's not. But this lady, whom we will call P, was also 14 years old when she started to spot out my dad in the neighborhood, while he was after my mom. Needless to say, my dad was a flirt, and my mom still a child, but a very pretty child. P, like many others, started to fall in love with my dad, and my dad, well, he was not clear about his boundaries at all. Time went by, and one day, his family got very, very bad news. One of the sons had been beheaded. He was flying a plane, and when he landed, there was a tensed wire across the lane. Up until now, we don't really know if his family killed him, for not joining the business, or if his murder was meant to send a message to his family. Anyway, he had a wife and a daughter, to whom his family gave nothing that was rightfully theirs. So years went by. My mom, dad, and P grew up, and we're back to the starting point. P got so jealous and envious of what we had that she worked her black magic on us, making this work called swiping luck, meaning it's so powerful that all the good luck you have goes to the person who asks for it, and you get to have the shitty luck that that person wants to get rid of. By then, many weird things had already been happening to us, and we had already gone through several exorcisms. So we already had a person working with us who told us about this black enchantment casted upon my family. We were not sure of who did it. So, Louis said, put in a large bowl of water around mirror, throw some copper coins in it and put it under the moonlight. The next day, the initial of the person's name will come up. Within this realm of witchcraft, it is often not the given name that comes up, 
but the name people goes by. And in this case, yes, a huge letter P came up on the mirror. So, chop chop, we got rid of the bad vibes, but still, my dad wouldn't get a new or better job that resembled the luck we had before. My parents would normally leave me and my month's old brother alone. They would go out for coffee or just spend time alone, practice I sure carry on. Every time they left the house, I felt very happy too. I had it all to myself. Loud music and Christmas lights on. I was a rock star. So the same ritual happened. They went out. I got my stage ready and the show was about to start. By then, it had already been a few times that the backyard at night would creep me out and I'd freeze at the thought of going outside just to get my clothes. I tried not to think about it anymore and just enjoy my nights without my annoying parents. I always had the feeling that someone was observing me. I was singing and dancing like crazy, when all of a sudden, during one of my dancing spins, I saw a man sitting on the couch with legs crossed, arm resting on the couch and his hand on his head, like analyzing and enjoying the situation. But it was all like a black shadow. When I stopped and froze out of fear, I made a huge effort to overcome the feeling, and the first thing I thought of was my little brother. So with all the courage I could gather, I opened the door and went into the wolf's mouth that the room was, and made sure my brother was okay. And he was. Obviously, the show was over and I turned on all the lights and went to bed. When my parents came back home, I listened to their conversation. And they were talking about a man named Silas, who had been murdered in an airplane accident. I had already heard that story, and the only thing that was new to me was that we were living in his house that actually belonged to his widow and daughter and his family kept from them. So up until then, up until then, I still didn't understand what one thing had to do with the other. Until my mom says, I know we grew fond of the house, that Silas does not want us to buy this house. He wants it to be given to his widow and daughter and only after you promise from the bottom of your heart that you will not buy this house, you will find a better job. My jaw dropped and I jumped off the bed to ask them what was that all about? And my mom scolded me a bit for listening to a grown-up's conversation until I said, I saw him, he was sitting right there while I was dancing and singing, don't buy this house, he still lives here. That very same night, my dad did promise to Silas that he wouldn't buy the house and that we would pray for the house to one day be given to his widow and daughter. The next morning, my dad brought the newspaper, looked in the classified ads, and found the job that gave us back what was rightfully ours and much more. We never knew what happened to the house. He is still the same person and with her bad luck. 
Not so long ago, I saw her and her husband, and I did say hi to them, as if nothing had happened. Ten minutes later, I remember.